Hello, 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 and welcome to episode three of Bursts of Joy. This episode, Claire and I were joined by one of our good friends, Madeline White, to discuss one of her favorite albums called The Baby by Samia. If you haven't yet given it a listen, I would say listen to it before you listen to this episode because it really helps to sort of know what we're talking about before you hear all of our opinions about it. But if you did listen to the album, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoy listening to us talk about it on this episode. A little backstory of our, our friendship, Claire, Madeline, and I all met through TikTok, through Harry and One Direction TikTok, and she's one of our closest mutual friends, so we thought it would be fitting to have her as the first guest, the first real distinguished guest on the podcast. I hope you all enjoy, and yeah, thank you for listening. Today, we're joined by partial co-host Claire Bernacki. Is it Bernacki? Bernacki, yes. Bernacki. Hello. And Madeline White. Hello. <laughs> I know. I can't believe this is the first time we're all talking at the same time. Oh my That's gosh, so- really? I've actually never, Emma, I've never talked to you before We've like never- this. <laughs> How? I don't know because it feels like we have because like I've watched your lives before and like we do voice messages. Yeah, we send videos and voice messages sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like it feels like we've talked face to face, but no, this is the first meeting. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it feels so wonderful to be on this beautiful meeting. I love it. <laughs> Literally Yay. two of my favorite people ever. Same here. We love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this about. episode we're here to discuss a really amazing incredible album that madeline picked uh, baby by samia hopefully a majority of people did listen to it so you can hear our input and especially madeline's because she's the one that oh look she's already <laughs> i have it here <laughs> so um first of all madeline mm-hmm. backstory how you found it what it means to you go ahead yeah, so I discovered Samia when I was, um, she was the opening act for another artist, another female artist that I really like um, named Donna Missile. And so I went to see her in 2019 in like LA and Samia was the opener. And so I'd listened to her like a little bit on the way up um, to LA and I was like, oh, she's really good. And then she like came out just like barefoot on stage and like just like was like wailing like doing these amazing vocals and like dancing around it was like the coolest thing ever um and I loved Donna Missile and it was just like that's such like a happy memory for me so then this album came out this past summer so she's had some singles and EPs and um there was actually one or two from this album that she performed um like live that night that I saw her Um, But the album didn't come out in full until this past summer. And I've been listening to it like nonstop. Seriously, it's insane. It's so good. If I can. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. um, I I think I've seen her name around. And yeah. Doesn't she follow you? Yeah, she followed me on Instagram randomly because I posted about like how much I was enjoying one of her songs or something. And then she like followed me and I was like, what, <laughs> what is going on? Right. Um, she still does. I do check every morning <laughs> to make sure. No, I'm just kidding. But um, she does follow me and I was like, okay, <laughs> like, that's really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, yes, yeah, so we're, we're besties. Of course. Yeah. Claire, what were your thoughts on it? Wow. Okay. So I listened yesterday when I was driving back to San Antonio from Austin mm-hmm. and I was just like, it was just like the perfect headspace for it. Um, I, I wrote notes. Um, I wrote 
so like the opener I genuinely didn't realize that she made the choice consciously to start 30 seconds in mm-hmm. so I was like is my is my yeah. broken is I literally off, had yeah. a moment and then I had to like sit there for a minute and then it started and I was like this has similar uh I don't know is it like a key or keyboard of like yeah. you know how like like synth, the 1975 kind of. starts yes. with like that that synth mm-hmm. sound she yep. started with that and I was like okay this is so good I loved pool immediately was drawn in I was I like, like yes. honestly I think it is the best opening song on any album it's my favorite opening song on any album I think ever like period it's so good yeah it's such a great start I, I think yeah. that was one of the things that stood out to me was like wow yes. this is a perfect way to start an album yeah it's so like atmospheric and it literally feels like you're underwater in some parts Mm -hmm. and like the drop also because it like builds up kind of slow and then all of a sudden it's like how long do you think we can sit here before we have to move and then it like drops and it's like it feels like you like jumped in water or something like it's so good so good I'm so happy right now (laughs) (laughs) this is great what other notes did you have Claire um I think so saying my top I wrote my favorite song, so I just like clicked them whenever I would be like, you know, when you have those moments where you're like, I know immediately yeah. I'm going to like this song. Mm-hmm. I had those moments. So my tops that I wrote down were Pool, Big Wheel, mm-hmm. Waverly. Yeah. Waverly is very much my vibe of like underrated. I, I like the you. beat. I like yes. drops like that. And then Winnebago and Minnesota were my favorites. That's that's actually crazy because I was gonna go next and I was gonna say my top two Minnesota which you had shown me before (laughs) one of the best songs ever it's so good Winnebago was I was gonna say was my other favorite and also um fit and full I remember I was I was I was listening to it a couple days ago when I was taking a walk because I like to take a walk a few times a week there's like a trail right by my house and Mm -hmm. so um I was like, I'm going to listen to this whole album on my walk and I'm not going to come home until I finished it. And it was like the perfect walk song. Like, I could. Yeah. Perfect. And I remember like the opening, I was like, like already just amazed. And then I was like, this is so good. And and by the end, when it got to like Minnesota, I, I was like, and this is a sound that I remember because you had shown me it before. So mm-hmm. Amazing, and her lyrics, which she's is- she's so great. Yeah. So I mean, very similar to both of you guys. I mean, pool obviously is just one that like when you're listening to it, you're like, this couldn't be better than it is. Like for for the opening song and just in general, it's amazing. And that line, "How long do you think we can sit here before we have to move?" is like one of my favorite lines ever. Um, but Winnebago was like on repeat all summer. That one in Minnesota were like two of the best summer songs for me. So good. Yeah. Taste. Um, and then also Triptych, that one is like, it's almost like a slower burn, but like, it'll, it'll, it'll get up to your top three. Like it's so good. Um, Waverly is also amazing. And there's a music video for a couple of them. Um, Waverly has one is there something in the movie movies has one she's oh, she's amazing look those up because she's yeah cool. she's think- so cool and like her I, I don't know it's just like so 
abstract all of it like the Waverly music video she's like walking around just like holding a handful of spaghetti like I don't I but it just works like I don't know how she does it she's amazing that's so um but yeah she those are those are definitely some of my top favorites too Mm -hmm. me naming the whole album and then saying they're my favorites yeah um I was thinking about Samia and like I had a, a a big phase like earlier in high school where I just I didn't know of that many female artists that I really enjoyed listening to so I listened Mm -hmm. to a lot of like male voices and um I like recently got more like way more into female voices like Phoebe Bridgers or Big Thief or always like great bands whatever and so this is another voice like female voice I just love it like she is it's so um like unique and not surprising because I didn't expect it but just refreshing I really liked it it is and she's she's got a very like unique voice too and it's so emotional and like I don't know it just works with everything like all of her song it just works on all of them it's insane and she has such a cool range too like she goes so high sometimes like her her head it's insane Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it's beautiful but yeah I'm I've been really getting into a lot of female artists over the last couple years um like I found her from another one of my favorite female artists, which also add that to your list, Donna Missile. Okay, yeah. That was my other album that I was like trying to decide between is that Donna Missile came out with an album this year too. It's called Lighter and it's it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, Lighter by Donna Missile, also like honorable mention. Those These are my two top albums that came out in 2020 for sure. You know, I was thinking about too was like something I kind of discussed with Emma before you came on was the way she like her lyrics are very beautiful in the sense that like it feels like you're having a conversation or it's like her stream of consciousness yeah so like it doesn't feel like I don't know how to describe it but it just feels like you're just like in her head with her thoughts through things and I like the way like everything was weaved together in that way it just felt like it felt more intimate in a sense like it wasn't this like level of like when I was listening to her music, I felt like I was like talking to a friend. It wasn't like I was listening to this artist that I can't like reach or like understand, yeah. get in that headspace. So that yeah. was something I really noted. And her voice, when we were talking about voices, um, I was going to say that her voice is so unique because it's, and I was picking up on these things when I was listening to it. First, I, there was like the way she would like sing almost sounded like Phoebe Bridgers that was the first thing I thought of and then Mm -hmm. I thought of obviously Madeline I could talk about she knows exactly what I'm gonna bring up (laughs) I I know what you're gonna say and I knew you were gonna say before we ever came on this call I she has like a similarity to Maggie and Madeline and I love Maggie Rogers Maggie Rogers to the point of like return it's unhealthy yes and Enya Believe it or not, y'all yeah. 90s artist Enya. She sounds like Alanis like kind of. Like yeah. there's that like anger in a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the way her voice she like breaks her voice sometimes. It's so it's so good. Yeah. But yes. Um on her lyrics, I think one of the things that I really appreciate about what she does, and I've heard this with like a couple artists that I, I don't know, not off the top of my head, I don't know, but with yeah, with Samia, I feel like a lot of artists uh and I'm not a songwriter I try but I'm not you know I'm not yeah but I feel like some people uh use words as filler and some people write 
songs. Like I feel like mm-hmm. there's poems into songs and then there's uh, here I thought of a melody. I thought of a few lines or whatever. And yeah. then now I just need to fill in the rest of it. And yeah. hers, like like what Claire's saying, it's very conversational, very personal. And, and it sounds like she, it just she was just telling a story or talking about something yeah. and then she put it to song. I, I don't know. It's yeah. so natural. It's so Yeah. Cool. It doesn't feel as like outside looking in as some, um, I, there's a lot of great songwriters that do that kind of like narrative thing, but it feels like you're like listening to someone else's story. And this it's, I, it does just feel like you're like listening to a friend tell you about something that's going on in their life. Yeah. Um, and like some of the, I don't know, some of the things she says and like some of her lyrics are, sort of like obscure and a little abstract and like don't necessarily make like like it could just mean something completely different to whoever's listening I don't know it's never like a it's not always a direct meaning or a direct like phrase that you've heard or something but it it feels personal still somehow and that is so hard to achieve like over quarantine I've been trying to write songs and like so hard it's so hard yeah real talent it's so hard it is and then like to have that and then like the songs are so well written and they all like make sense together somehow but then also like the production on this album is unbelievable like it's so good it's like cohesive but every song also feels a little different and like all not all of her EPs before but a lot of her EPs kind of had like a similar almost like a live band feel like it felt like you were like um watching somebody perform this live with like a a band um which I loved and it was so cool so then to have this album that's very like yeah like synth heavy and like I don't know like atmospheric I feel like I've said that a lot but like it feels like you're in a movie kind of like it it works for that too Mm -hmm. it's great Um I was gonna ask do you know any like background on her as a person like any backstory on her sort of yeah Um, there's like some (laughs) she her mom actually is like an actress like a famous actress she's in (laughs) she's in Hocus Pocus she's like um yeah her mom is the brunette okay here's the brunette witch yeah the one yes yeah this is her mom (laughs) why can't queen, queen. <laughs> oh my god yeah. what yeah so that's I feel like her... i'm having a revolution moment so her mom i didn't know this for like such a long time after listening to her also yeah so her mom is an actress i think she did like a tiny bit of acting maybe and was like in a musical theater like i think she was she was in some type of like musical production at some point i don't know a ton about it but yeah that's like a fun kind of background so there's some like is there something in the movies I believe she's talked about is about Brittany Murphy? Um, actually, like the stuffed pig that she talks about. And is there some like uh, Brittany Murphy gave her that as a child. And so, yeah, I got it from someone who died of attention. Like Brit- that's yeah, that's like a reference to. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like one of those people that's like your mom's fame. Like what? I just thought you were like this. I mean, and obviously she is so talented, but like I, I like loved her music for like a full year and then I was like wait what <laughs> that's crazy I feel like I'm yeah. having an out of body moment do you know yeah. like why she named it the baby or like what was the inspiration I'm not sure um there's some like there's a lot of references like to youth in the in like the lyrics and everything like she talks a lot about like getting taller kind of or like like I think you know her mom singing to her in the beginning is like probably when she was a baby like there's just a lot of like 
allusions to youth in that. And so, I mean, that's what I have always taken it as is that like the baby is kind of like a, um, a little nod to that. And you can hear it in a lot of the songs that she talks about like kind of like youth and innocence sort of themes. So I think so, but I, yeah. I feel like she could like really skyrocket. I mean, her sound mm-hmm. is what people want to hear right now. Like that's, yeah. Yeah. Especially like with people like Phoebe Bridgers and like I know it's like everybody kind of compares female artists or whatever but with people like Phoebe Bridgers, Maggie Rogers, even like Lord, there are some like some of the lyrics sort of feel like that or almost um so yeah with like how how big those people are and specifically Phoebe Bridgers in the last like year or so it just feels like yeah like she could be the very next like huge thing. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys knew this about it, but a lot of the production was done by, have you, do you guys know Hippocampus? Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, a lot, I think, I'm pretty sure every song, maybe like most of the songs, if not every song, was produced by one or two Hippocampus members. So it's Jake and Nathan, I believe are their names. Also, I love that. I had a question because I know... Yeah, Madeline, I know. You, I mean, I should preface. Madeline and I have met in real life. We have. We've hung out. You're one of my good friends. Yeah. Um, and I know that when I we first met, you got a tattoo of lyrics. So I'm bringing in this topic. Yeah. You're a lyrics person, and lyrics mean a lot to you. Do you have Damn. favorite lyrics from this album that have like resonated oh, with you that you would want to talk about? Yes. Okay. Pool. First of all, all of it. Um. But specifically, like, um, wait, there's a line that's like, I'm afraid that I need men or something. And like, it's like one of the first lines on the whole album. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I just was like, holy shit. Yeah. When I listened to it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like one of the opening lines is that. And I was like, what a powerful statement to make like right off the bat. And something like so relatable for every woman almost like. Yeah, so that was, that's a huge one. Um, And then also I said earlier, the how long do you think we can sit here before we have to move? That one just like, I just love that. I think that's like the coolest, I don't know. And that's exactly what that song feels like to you. It feels like you're just like sitting somewhere and waiting for something to happen. I'm trying, the whole entire song Triptych is like, I just, I don't know. I'm not gonna go like super in depth on that one because it's literally every line in it. but I love that song lyrically. I think it's like one of my favorites lyrically on the whole thing. I literally could scream about this album for, I'm getting like too excited. I need to calm down. No, um, this is the point. Get excited. But I, yeah, I think Pool has a lot that stick out to me. Triptych, like I said, the whole thing. Limbo Bitch has this line also that's like, think I like your mama too much not to say amen. And like, what a casual religious commentary like just she just slipped that in there and like you could almost not notice it if you like just were listening but like I don't know it's just like there's so many things like that that she like glosses over so casually but it's like these things that we we do think about and especially at this age too like I feel like we're all 
a sort of similar age or at least stage in life to this. <laughs> you're <laughs> Emma, I just pretend you're like you're older than you are because like I cannot wrap my brain around the fact that you are this cool at the age that you are. Like it's not, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think that the, the, what you were saying though about the lyrics, like um, yeah. how it's, it's so casual and so personal yet so yes. like, and she does it in such a way that it's 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 I feel like it's even more personal that she doesn't directly say yeah just glosses over because that's I mean that's how it is usually not usually but a lot of the time there's so much stuff that just goes unnoticed in life yeah yeah Yeah, and the way that she says them too it's like it's so personal but it also is just like universal in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. in triptych also there's a line where she says um she says, I would give it up to every man I love. I take what I can get. And every woman too, I would too. That's my only secret left. And like something about her being like, that's my only secret left. And she's saying this in a song. Like, I just think that's so, oh, it's so cool. And like, I don't know. I love it because it's, it is, it sounds casual, but it's so personal and also somehow applies to like every young woman that I know. Yep. I it's beautiful. She's it, it, you can tell that she's good at and um, loves what she's doing. Like you can yeah. tell that when someone is uh, passionate about something, you can really tell that in their work. And I think that with yeah, especially it's like so apparent that she has major talent and also is mm-hmm. happy doing what she's doing. And like yeah, there are yeah, she's so it's so great. And this album, like I think showcases it perfectly because I've always been like she's an amazing artist and like I really love her voice and I love all her songs and stuff um but I think it's so much easier when you have an album of work to like point to this person and be like look at how good this is beyond Samia um since we're talking about music like what uh for you growing up what did you listen to or like through high school college like what and now your other Okay. Um, so growing up, so I'm, (laughs) I've like moved around a lot, but my mom is from like North Carolina and is very like Southern lady. So I listened to a lot of country music growing up actually. So I like loved Shania Twain, the Dixie Chicks, the Chicks now, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. And like those kinds of artists, like I loved country music and then my dad's Canadian. So like, there's like some obscure like random there's this band called the tragically hip that's like one of my favorite bands ever and um they're just like a canadian band but yeah so i have like a a sort of weird array of of music from like youth youth and then as i started to get into like middle school um taylor swift came onto the scene and like really It was the coolest thing ever because I like grew up loving country music, but then like keeping it a secret because it was never cool. It was never like something that anyone like liked, um, at least where I was living at the time. So then Taylor Swift happened and she made it popular and I was like, oh, this is great. And she like really opened me up to like songwriting and like what that's like and that that's even a thing. Cause I mean, I feel like a lot of times when I was listening to music when I was younger, I never thought about them making those. Like, I was like, I never imagined who wrote these songs or like, whatever. It was never a thought in my brain. But now ever since Taylor Swift, every single song I hear, I'm like, who wrote this? I mean, I owe it it all to Taylor. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah and then later like in high school I had like you know my alternative indie phase where you like try to pretend like you're cooler than everybody else and um I was like hiding all of the music that I liked essentially yeah so that was that was a lot of high school was just like I don't know not fully allowing myself to enjoy what I liked um and then college happened and I got into like, I re-went into like my emo phase because I had a panic at the disco phase when I was like in middle school also. Um, but like, I started really getting into Paramore and my 21 Pilots, which was my first experience, like Stan experience of like, I had a Tumblr oh, for wow. them. <laughs> I like, I think I had a Twitter for them also. I was like, I was in it, you know? um so that was my first like stan experience and then one day (laughs) we're about to address the elephant in the room that's been in the room this whole time that we haven't talked about um (laughs) one day I decided I was sick and I like was not having a good time and my roommate was really into One Direction and I was like I'm just gonna watch This Is Us I had never I had no qualms about One Direction I really liked a lot of their singles I had listened to I'd actually listened to Made in the AM at the time but it was January of 2017 and I was like, I'm going to watch This Is Us, the One Direction documentary. And like, I just, my life was like, just flip of a switch. I was a different person. I, I, I broke up with my boyfriend. Every time we talk about this, it makes me cry laughing because it's the funniest thing ever. I was in a four-year-long relationship. I watched This Is Us one time and not even kidding you, five days later, I broke up with my boyfriend I like started to yeah so I watched the movie and then yeah same thing I was like I saw like five seconds of Harry Styles talking not even singing yet I saw him talking and I was like no this is I like this like this is what I like and then that was before there were any real like rumors about Harry's solo music coming out at all but I was kind of like I was on the Harry train already I was like oh yeah that's the one like I loved all of them obviously and like I'm big Nile girl too but like I was so excited about Harry and his music potentially um and like what a good time to become a fan of his because yeah then like a couple months later Sign of the Times happened and then a couple months later like a month after that then it was HS1 and like genuinely my life has never been the same I've been in this for four years (laughs) like all of my friends are because of him everything that I most of the clothes that I own is Harry Styles like it's his merch like I'm yeah that's 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 where we're at now relatable and I feel like a lot of people that are listening are going to relate to that and as a younger person I didn't get like I I'm a little late to the party I would say because when I I like liked One Direction in middle school like elementary middle school but I never was super attached. Like I didn't have social media, so I couldn't keep up with things. Yeah, when you don't, like when you're not in that world, you don't realize that like standing is a thing. Like I literally didn't know that that was like a thing that people did. I had like, I don't know. And then of course there's like a little bit of a stigma attached to it too of like, I mean, you're already like hiding any popular music that you like because you think it's cooler to like unpopular stuff. And then on top of that, you're like, well, I can't like really, really like something because that's uncool too, for some reason. So I will say that that is a positive from Mm -hmm. TikTok is that I do think a lot of people feel more comfortable now about the things that they like. I I do think that the embarrassment was important for character development for me personally, but like, 
so it's true. nice to be able to like things that you like and not be like ashamed of it mm-hmm. claire was adult decision her experience uh last episode about that too and like yeah. i think in, like throughout high school right you were saying claire throughout high school is like each album i've like literally been a fan of one direction since like right after x factor which is insane that's so crazy i wasn't like invested the whole time so mm-hmm. like i think that's why i can't claim like my you can I, claim whatever you want i'm in the same boat as you in the sense of like like i remember vividly my friend curran showing me the what makes you beautiful music video when i was in the eighth grade I remember, I remember listening to that for the first time when I was in eighth grade too. It's like such an impact too. And I think like going to like you remembering vividly, like something that Emma and I both talked about last episode was when we were young, we listened to like our mom, like would influence ABBA, ABBA on us. Like that's like an, you remember distinctly that. that being a part of your, like those albums. Yeah. That you and like, like, it's so crazy how like music can influence such huge parts of your life like and we could talk about Maggie for years but like the fact that we both cut our hair because of Alaska the song Alaska and like that song changed my life in the sense of like I can get over anything yeah it's like a rebirth sort of it's life change it thinks music changes your life and makes you more confident and like I think that makes me sad when like and I totally respect people that are just not music people but I'm thinking yeah. about like I could not imagine my life without music and no. how music I don't I don't confident. understand it yeah, yeah I'm like what do you do what do you think about in your spare time if it's not like I don't know and like people who, who don't like know every word to every song <laughs> like, I'm just like I like sing everything like every song that comes on the radio I know all the words I'm like I don't know where it goes I'm like there's not that much room up here like where where is it all going but like I don't know it's like so it's such a part of everything that I do I have to have music on all the time and I don't understand people that are like people that just like sit there and listen I'm like how unless it's literally my first listen through an album like I am I'm singing along in some some form um, I actually, the way that I found Samia is like sort of weirdly connected to Harry in some ways. So you guys know King Princess. Mm-hmm. I went to a King Princess show and Donna Missile was the opener. And it was like the, it was insane. I was like front row and Donna like held out that she did a cover of Torn. Um, and she, which first of all, One Direction like blew so my mind. I was freaking out. Yeah, so, and then she held out the mic to me during, like, the chorus or whatever, and it was, like, the happiest moment of my life. Like, I will, when when I die and I see, like, the reel of moments, that's going to be on it for sure. Like, seriously, like, top five moments ever. Um, and so then I was, like, oh, now I'm obsessed with her. And so then I started listening to her music. She didn't have an album yet either. That album came out, like, later that year. And so I started going to her shows and then, yeah, like a little less than a year after that was when I went to the show in LA and Samia opened for her. And like, I mean, That's just, yeah, it. it's a fun, like couple degrees of separation, but yeah. Thank you, Harry, for artists you're into right now. Yeah. Any other artists? Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, I mean, we always have to mention Miss Taylor Swift, um, two albums in less than a year like six months of each other 
she just never lets me down. It's amazing. I think if there's anything that I could tell, like any advice I could give like a younger person, it would be like, never be ashamed for the things that you like. You like them. I don't know, like whatever you want. Yeah, Taylor Swift, we can't not mention her. I do love Phoebe Bridgers. Um, What else? I've been getting kind of back into Bad Sons a lot. Yeah, I saw them open for... um... Halsey, maybe. Is Daft yeah. Punk a bad sun song? That is my yeah. favorite song. Like, no, no, no. Because I was just listening to that today. That so is my favorite. Song. That is what. That is literally what's on. Like, what's up on my Spotify right now? I that is one Daft of the best songs voice. ever. Ever. It ever. is. <laughs> right before I came on here, I was listening to that song. What that's was so your? Funny. Um, also, look at your Spotify. Your Spotify Wrapped because that's what oh we my top twenty twenty. Yeah, that's this a good is, idea. I feel like I've mentioned almost all of these people already. Um, Dua Lipa also Queen twenty twenty album. Her album from twenty twenty Future Nostalgia is like it's a masterpiece. It's incredible. Um, what else do we have in here? Lennon Stella. I don't know. If you oh, Queen. Oh my God. She's so great. Yeah. She's so great. She also had an album in twenty twenty. One of her songs um, came on my Discover amazing. Weekly last week. She's Ooh. so good. Mm-hmm. She has the her voice is so pretty and unique and amazing it's I don't understand at all how she is as talented as she is I I do like the 1975 I'm less into them than I was like like I'm not at my height 1975 phase I really loved I like it when you sleep um that album is talked about that too (laughs) yeah we um but Maddie is problematic (laughs) yeah I I had a big 1975 phase for a while um so there's some of some of that's in there it's mostly if you're too shy it's really good um um (laughs) this is like such a dumb um tiny meat gang I don't know if you guys are familiar yeah yeah (laughs) Cody Ko and Noelle Miller. Um, Broke Bitch is on my top 2020 playlist. I'm also doing this fun thing that my friend did last year. And so I made a playlist um, for 2021. She did this for 2020 and she added a song every day. Like just something that, like a song that was significant that day or something that that day reminded her of. It's so smart, isn't it? And it's not too late. It's only been a couple days. You can still kind of like go back. Isn't that so smart? She's brilliant. Yeah. So she, I started that too. I need to catch up. I have create playlists. Yeah. It's such a good idea. So I'm doing that this year. So that'll be fun. Isn't that so smart? Oh my God. Because there's already been. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's only been like 10 days, hasn't it? What day is it? I don't know. I want to say one of the albums that I've discovered within the first 10 days of this year um, is a men I trust album and like I'd heard some of their songs before Ooh. because they're I think some of their most popular songs are very popular everywhere but this yeah song this album is so good mm-hmm. it's called yeah it's called wait send it to me yeah it's called I don't know how to say it she says it in the first song it's called uncle jazz or something yeah the, those are most of my favorites mm-hmm. um good i've mentioned everyone that's like super significant i have some playlists that people can check out if they're interested Mm -hmm. at all um i like like some old music too like i like like van morrison that kind of stuff i really i love 80s music 80s like pop is one of my favorite things in the entire world um my dad listened to that a lot growing up too so i just i don't know i like a lot of pop music and then just like some random top artists of 2020 definitely 
Harry, Samia, Donna, Dua, Taylor, obviously. So cool. Um, so good. So good. Oh my gosh. Madeline, I feel like I've learned so much about you today. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I seriously cannot believe we hadn't talked until now. That's a new era. Any final thoughts, Madeline, on Samia? Yeah, anything um, before we head off? I don't have anything. I mean, follow me on Instagram if you don't already. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, Madeline G. White on Instagram. I post not very frequently right now, but I'll get back into it one day. Mm -hmm. Um, She's hot, guys. So just saying. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful specimen. This was so much fun. I wish that we could do this every single day. And also, um, I think you have such like a way of with words and I think you're so amazing at talking and I love hearing your opinions on things and I'm so glad that we got to talk about one of your favorite albums and I hope thank you I hope the listeners yes and yes thank you for having me this was fantastic thank you for listening to my music recommendation this was amazing now thumbnail (laughs) all right bye guys bye bye Bye. (laughs) love many thanks Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And for the next episode, your listening homework is another album. And it's called The End of Comedy by Drug Dealer. I'll make sure to write it out in the description as always. Next episode, we actually have two guests. uh, Two guests, which I'm pretty sure a good handful of you will also know. So get excited about it. And that's all for me for now. I hope you enjoyed this past episode. I hope you will enjoy the next episode. And I hope you enjoy this album in between. And thank you so much for listening as always. And I'll see you later. Bye.